You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 57. Woo! Woo! 3 to 60. That's nice. 3 to 60, almost there. Not like 60 will be anything special, but 3 to 60. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud that we've done 57. That's awesome. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and as always, I'm joined with by... You're a facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Yay! Woo! Um, I, first of all, will have to make a formal apology to our listeners for the lack of a new episode last week. That was entirely my fault. We, it's okay. We love you anyway, Scotty. <laughs> Thank you. At least someone <laughs> does. Um, what had happened was um, vehicle trouble. Um, power steering pump went out, and um, I am not handy or mechanically inclined. <laughs> and so I had to wait till my father had some free time to uh, able to... Um, assist me with that and by assist me with that i mean do, do it, it. <laughs> do it and so what i did was i watched i handed a couple of tools and i made sure the grandkids didn't get in papa's way that's awesome so i got to spend some time with the, the little ones and pretend like it was shaking bacon i helped <laughs> <laughs> um this week's episode is brought to you by inverse press a Hall of Fame story. Nikolai is the first of the three-issue fully authorized comic biography of wrestling legend Nikolai Volkov. Based on real-life events recounted by Nikolai himself in interviews with comic writer John Crowther, Nikolai is illustrated by comics and animation legend Del Barris with colors by Andrew Pate. Learn where Nikolai really hails from. Marvel at how he came to the United States and the wrestling industry. Revel at his courage against all odds and back this Kickstarter campaign so you can be in the know. Backers of the Nikolai Kickstarter campaign have a stable of amazing rewards to choose from, including digital and print editions of the comic, the latter with multiple cover versions, including some exclusive to the crowdfunding campaign. Nikolai is also offering 11 by 17 signed art prints and exclusive signature editions of the comic. There are even extremely limited original art commissions from Del Barris and opportunities to talk directly with Nikolai via Skype sessions after the campaign ends. Don't miss out. Back early to ensure you get the rewards you want. This week, went to work and then we did our Halloween thing at work. Oh, that's cool. So it was kind of cool. Uh-huh. I carved a Stormtrooper pumpkin. It was right, awesome. right by me. <laughs> I know. Isn't it epic? I mean, it looks better when it's all lit up. Right. right? Yeah, it looks pretty good, though. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, did you do it from a stencil, or did you just was I'm making a stormtrooper? Well, I was going to make a storm. I mean, I, I had the thought, you know, I'm going to do a stormtrooper, and I'm not very artistic, so I went and printed a stencil, and I started using the stencil, and I got frustrated with the stencil, so I threw the stencil away. And <laughs> this stencil sucks. So, so the from the the top of the like head to the eyes is stencil and the rest is me going screw the ten- stencil. Well, you did a very good job. <laughs> Thank you. We'll have to want to light, light up. You'll have to take a picture. And I have a picture on my face. Well, um, well on my um, 
Instagram. Right. So we'll we'll we post, post it. it. We'll post it. It's pretty awesome. So you can see the yeah. the, the stormtrooper. It's very cool. Yeah. What have you been doing this week? Um, laying low. Laying low. Because <laughs> well, you know, without proper use of my truck, I've, I have spent time just coming home in the evenings and you know relaxing. Um, doing some writing. Uh, for a project I got, I'm hopefully coming out next next year. That's awesome. So I'll announce that when it gets closer, if it gets closer. Right now, I'm like really into writing, and tomorrow, maybe like I hate writing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it works. Though. It you does, just, right? You just have to be inspired. Um, I haven't been writing. I'm sorry. Anything? No, it's okay. Don't be sorry. I'm not a writer. So wha- I'll be happy to edit what you're writing because <laughs> oh. I am a grammar Nazi. Oh, good, because I'm terrible at that part. I am a grammar Nazi. I'm just gonna be like, just fix it, because I don't, I don't even want to see notes. Just fix it. <laughs> just fix it. Because if I see notes, I just feel bad about how bad my grammar is. All right. So the last person I had edited, I mean, she did a great job editing, but she sent me back like, all right, here's all the revisions you need to do. I'm like, oh, it was like, oh, I'm colorblind. I can see how red this paper was. It was like <laughs> dripping. It's like, it's like a. It was like a horror film of how just well, terrible it if was. If it makes you feel better, I've you know I, I have edited before. I used to um, edit. A friend of mine um, owns an editing company, and I would edit for her. And you know, a lot of writers um, they focus so much on the storyline they don't worry about the editing on purpose. Oh. So <laughs> it's really bad. But they their stories seem to be really good. Right. You know, if people are focusing too much on the editing, then the stories kind of suffer. My big issue. That's why you have people edit it for you. Uh, my biggest issue is tense. I'll, I'll switch tense throughout the whole damn thing. Uh, and it's funny because when I went to college, I took my I took English 101 and, you know, uh, Rob Wallace was the teacher of that, hmm. and professor. And Rob Wallace came in, you know, first of class, he was like, you know, this is going to be a writing class. We're going to teach you how to write. If you have any problems with writing, let me know, and we'll we'll work on it. And I said, "Hey, I'd like to learn more about tense because apparently I don't know it." <laughs> <laughs> and he went, "Okay, we can help you with that." Never helped me at all. Oh, I, no. I learned nothing, and I just I wrote a lot. I got an A. I wrote I wrote what he asked me to write, and um, so yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. But at least my stuff's a lot easy to read because I like a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And dialogues, just because it's how I write, so it's just I like hearing conversations. So I like conversations. I do too. That's why I should have stick to screenplay, but you know, trying to trying to do something a little more prosy. Well, I think it's great. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. <laughs> Until you read it, you're like, no, nah, no, nah, that was terrible. Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it's like, no, man, no, this just, sucks. A, just <laughs> go back, go back. <laughs> These are letters. <laughs> you should learn those. <laughs> How many? What there was? What twenty two? No, no, dumbass are twenty six. Anyway, yeah, I mean it has been it's been kind of uneventful. Just um, started going back to the gym this week and started eating better this week. And (laughs) this week, what's the next week? You'll be like, no, I'm being good now. (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm being good. You look amazing. So I mean, I'm not I'm not judging your journey or anything, but I. We we do this every week though. We do, we you, do. There's a week where you're really really on, and next week you're like, you know what? Screw that! I'm Screw done. Screw it! I'm done. It's called being female. I got you. <laughs> I, I don't judge. I don't judge at all. As long as I have my sippy cup full of mommy juice, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. All righty then. So, <laughs> so uh, I've been catching up on my shows. Cool, cool. Yeah, there's a couple stuff we wanted we, we were going to talk about last week, but we didn't get to, so we're going to do that now. You want to talk about Jessica Jones? Yes. So um Jessica Jones, which I finally finished and I know I'm late in the game and it's um you know, because I have I don't watch a lot of T V 
when it, the shows come on. Right. Because I'm, you know, between work and then usually I'm involved with theater and hey, you're busy. whatever you. else. I'm not home a lot. But um, so Jessica Jones, I finally finished. And um, I, I, re- I watched the first episode and then quit watching it. Right. Because I hated it at first. I hated <laughs> I hated her character. Right. Um, she was like. Dam- so damaged and it's like <laughs> and my yes. thought is like i love strong women strong characters and i'm talking about mentally emotionally physically yeah, you like you like women who got their stuff together yeah she did not have her shit she together knows she had all. nothing together no and um so it was i i really didn't like it at first but i went back i went back and towards, just like you said, <laughs> by the end of the season, I am like, I want to be Jessica Jones <laughs> because she's awesome. And uh, I mean, really, you know, I really, really, really enjoyed that show. I like how she handled. I like that she's damaged. Um, I just thought it was great. I think what's what's important about her being damaged, first of all, it lets you know that Heroes are not perfect, people are not perfect, mm-hmm. and they have their own baggage. Right. But there's a journey that she goes through that allows her to be that strong person you want. She's right. there, and but she wants... She, and she's she, kind of a reluctant hero. She is totally reluctant. She I does, mean, she she's does, not... She, you know, she doesn't want to be a hero. Right, and I think the closest thing to being a hero for her was being the private eye. And, and I think in her mind, she's trying to do the right thing. While yes, being a private eye is kind of shady, mm-hmm. and, and she even admits it. But at least she's trying to, you know, find the cheating husbands or right. whatever. And right. you know, in her mind, that's her little bit of you know justice while she's getting paid. Because right. you, know, you know, I like it because she's real. Like I mean, that's you know, she's very real. I mean, she came. You know, she had a crappy childhood. Um, she she's just she's messed up. And even at the end, I mean, she that that part of her doesn't fix at all there's oh. nothing about her baggage that ever gets fixed in in that season in my opinion right it's just that she has decided that she's like okay well yeah this is how i am and i'm gonna try to do the best i can and you know if i can't do it then screw it i'm gonna go home and drink anyway so it's fine <laughs> i i loved it i'm a big fan of the character i have been since i started reading Ali- uh the first comic i've never Alias. read uh, Alias that is, particular comic alias so. is phenomenal um uh and different enough from the show to be enjoyable mm-hmm. so you're not reading the same kind of things right um the purple man stuff uh or Kilgrave stuff doesn't right. show up until the end of the series and the way they handle that is amazing. I thought it was really good. Well, the way they do it in the comics is great too, because there's a point where she's, you know, this superhero. There's, you know, they they, they tease it in, in the show mm-hmm. by showing this costume. You right. Know. Well, she wears it in the in the comic. She is this this hero named Jewel, and they retconned her into um, the Marvel universe. And in those issues, the you know the 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 normal issues are drawn, by, you know, they're really dark and gritty, and it's drawn by mm-hmm. this dude named Michael Gaitis. Who's amazing, and then um, when they do the flashbacks, they're all done by uh, Mark Bagley, who's got a very open, you know, comic booky style. Right. And so I mean, he he drew Spider Man for you know ten years plus, maybe twenty years plus, maybe. Right. So he's got that really classic, you know, cartoony right. comic book look. We're very very comic like. So 
you know, you read this dark comic, and then they go these flashbacks, and it's all bright. I mean, literally, it's just bright. And it's, oh, yeah. And then terrible things happen when she goes to go fight Kilgrave, who's been... And if you've not watched it, spoiler alert, <laughs> tough. Uh, if you've not, and and plus, Alias is a comic. Book. It's it's at least it's got to be 15, 20 years. No, well, I guess it came out in two thousand, maybe. So it's so it's sixteen, 16 years. years old. Sixteen old. years. It can drive. So if you've not read it yet, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, you know. So Kilgrave's power is the he has pheromones that allow him to control everybody. Which is his flaw, too, because he makes right. everyone obey him and makes him incredibly lonely, which is great. Um, he is doing that and causing some trouble. And he, Jessica comes to, you know, as Jewel, comes to fight and save the day because she's the young hero and immediately gets taken over by him. Just immediately. Right. And then she spends the next nine months with him. In the, con- in the show, it, it, it kind of does the same thing. She spends some time with him the same way. But it's, it's a more crazy abusive relationship Mm -hmm. he you know he sexually assaults her he does all this other with these terrible terrible things in the comic he does all that but not to her he just makes her watch oh that's terrible which is you know horrible it's like right you know i'm i make you go get these girls for me and i make you watch what i do horrible things to these girls and so and that's and then he gets mad at the avengers one day and sends her to go fight the avengers oh my god and so she goes shows up and starts beating up like um it's it's Wasp or Scarlet Witch. She goes beats one of them up, and then they just beat her down. And like right. Thor hits her in the face with a hammer, and and so the next shot she wakes up in the hospital, and they've got Jean Grey there, and Jean Grey has they figured out what happened and what's going on with her, and so Jean Grey kind of sets her brain so she can be immune to whatever Kilgrave does to her, and um, it's 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 cool. That's awesome. That's just a piece of that comic. There's yeah. just so. So good. Ah, just one more thing I have to read. Well, I <laughs> think I have it. If I do, I'll let you borrow it. Okay. I think I have the issues. I don't think I have it on trade. I may or vice versa. Yeah, but they just re-released. They well, not just released. They just launched a new new Jessica Jones comic. Okay. Because I bought comics last week, so yay! And that's one thing I did. And uh, but it picks up to where everything is now because in you know, the comics currently she's she has a complicated relationship with Luke Cage. Right. Uh, don't they get married in the comics? They have been. Yeah, they got married yeah. in the comics. And so right now it's complicated. And they have a daughter. Right. And um, she's nowhere to be found. And Luke is looking for her. So curious where that's going. Right. But she's she's gone back to her detective roots. So I'm curious where that comic's going. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So. So I finished that. That was good. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. You know, you know it's, it's funny. You know, next season they announced that it's going to have um, all all women directing, which I think is fabulous. Every episode will be direct, directed by a different woman, which is very very cool. No one's done mm-hmm. that, and so I'm, I'm yay for that. Um, I'm curious because you know, arguably I would say the theme of this first season is abuse. Right. There is almost every type of abuse that you can find happening to pretty much everyone in the show. Oh, absolutely. Everyone is being abused by something or, or abusing something. Or they're abusing something. something or or they're, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like I what, 10 episodes, 13 episodes of just abuse. Be- <laughs> and that's... And A lot of alcohol abuse, drug abuse. abuse. I mean, it's, yeah. And Kilgrave likes to make people wet themselves. That's like four times in this. I'm like, really? Can we come up with some of the... Oh, never mind. I just... I was like, I, I understand the metaphor, but... <laughs> Uh, but um, that is crazy. It's it's a really I mean like I said it's a great show. Um, next season, uh, I guess 
We're not going to get it until 2018. Really? Yeah. Um, we're getting, for 2017, we'll get um, Iron Fist. We'll get The Defenders, which she is in. Right. And we'll get The Punisher. Okay. And so I guess 2018, we'll get Jessica Jones and another season of Daredevil and something else, Luke Cage, maybe. Or because there's talk about some other shows like Moon Knight mm-hmm. and some other stuff, so that stuff may trickle, yeah, may trickle in between right. then. But I've watched the first episode of Luke Cage. I have yet to watch Luke Cage, and I've I only watched the first episode. I want to, and I just keep finding other things. I feel bad because I really hear it's great, and I just haven't, I haven't really been in the mood to watch it. Yeah, it's one. It's for like I said, for me, there's you know, it's fall TV, so there's so much on right now that I watch that I'm already DVRing and you have to have time to sit down and watch it. I think my brain, so. it, for me, my brain has got room for one Marvel show at a time. And right now I'm, I'm really hooked on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, see, I just couldn't do it. I, I know I'm going to have to go back and do no, it. No, you don't. I mean, Well, I heard I should, but I could not. The first season was so horrible to me. It, it I was think just I've, I've, uh, the first season's slow, but it ends strong. I think it ends mm. really strong. Um, I d- but not strong enough to make me watch second season. I didn't see any of second season, so I don't know. You know, so okay. And I guess this is the third season, or the f- I guess yeah, I think this is the third season they're on now. And uh, the only reason why I'm watching it is because of Ghost Rider. Oh, cool. And I love Ghost Rider in like any form Ghost Rider is. And so this is Robbie Reyes, the ghost, the the Ghost Rider with a car. So he's got a really cool uh, souped up charger, and uh, you know it's it's cool to see Ghost Rider do things. Right. And so. I've watched every episode. I'm caught up, and I'm just like, I'm just, and he looks cool. He's mm-hmm. he's Ghost Rider. See, I'm, you know, of course, watching Flash and Arrow right now because that's, you know, fall season, new episodes, and it's pretty good. So I, I haven't started with Agents of <laughs> Shield. Uh, speaking of watching things, because the the, mm-hmm. the 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 Flash and Arrow reminded me of this. So there's a local radio show here in town called Uncle Henry. And he's this curmudgeon-y, right-wing, mobile-loving, Alabama football-loving dude. Mm-hmm. And he's had a radio show for... Uh, since I can remember. Since I can remember, too. I, and so, and he's worked for different, you know, different... Sta- whatever. Well, right now, he's on he's on an AM station. And he's got, I think they have uh, a couple of... I think he's also broadcast some FM station. But the important thing is that he is on the... On at five o'clock in the morning, at from five to seven on our local CW channel. <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> for two weeks now, I have woke up at five a.m. to watch this show. Are you serious? I have. Why don't you just DVR it? I, well, because here's the thing. First of all, I enjoy it. Second of all, I email him, and he reads my emails a lot on the show. <laughs> And so I'm going to be on the show after the election. Are you he, really? Yeah, he, he wants me on the show after the election. I am so jealous. So I'll, that I'll probably, is awesome. I'll probably bring you along if you want to get up that early in the morning. I'll get up that Because I'm most likely going to spend the night at your place so I can get to the station. I will totally go. But um, he, he's funny and, and interesting, and you know, he's just a curmudgeon, this curmudgeon character. He's pretty great. And um, But what I like about Uncle Henry on the, on the side note is that... Um, so they're on the CW, and so he he tells you what comes on the CW that night, and so especially the superhero stuff. Right. And so he's like, it's the, the you know tonight is the Flash where he will run fast. So <laughs> <laughs> what he does, he runs fast, and then uh, or like tonight will we'll be um, tonight is Arrow where you watch a man 
shoot an arrow at people and things. And every time he says it, I'm just laughing. It's not, it's, (laughs) I'm like, rock on, Uncle Henry. All right, there you go. So, but (laughs) me and Uncle Henry at odds about something. I think this is one of, Mm -hmm. he doesn't, okay, so he, you know, I have to know what this is. So about. he is a he's a supporter of the Mopcast Network and and pod, he loves podcasting in Mobile. He's a real big supporter of all of his podcasters. Right. Well. You know, shout out to Uncle Henry for that. Thank you, thank you for being a supporter. But he doesn't understand what Mopcast is. <laughs> and so when he announces when he you know reads one of my tweets or reads one of my letters, because I always signed to Scotty White, founder of the Mopcast Network, and, and I get kind of free plugs out of it, which is sweet. And so this is my turn. You know, everyone right. should go back and. And if you are not from the Mobile area, you can definitely listen to Uncle Henry. Just Uncle Henry Mobile, Alabama. Just put it in your Google. You'll find it. He is him. amazing. It's, and he's great. All, all the shows are, you know, our podcasts. You can listen to them. They're they're, they're really kind of local centric, but they're worth it. <laughs> find out the craziness that goes on around here in Mobile. It's great. Absolutely. And so, so um, I've emailed him the past two weeks about, usually on Fridays, about movie things. Right. Because I know he doesn't watch that kind of stuff, and I kind of want to see him react right and so uh <laughs> i i announced the you know I, the star wars trailer i was like the new Rogue one trailer which we'll talk about in a little bit you know you know you know this trailer made looks really good and you know looks different and right. just thought about it and he's like well you know you know he said his his employers are gonna make him see it and he doesn't really will get it and so i kind of want to see it with him because i think that would be fun right <laughs> so i'll find out when we go and be like hey we should go together to see this movie but i said he <coughs> so Last week, the trailer for Logan come out, the, right. the teaser, and, and we'll talk about that too in a minute. But uh, so I wrote him about it, and I was like, "Hey, if you, you know, the, you know, the, you know, to me, it's a different kind of trailer because if you've seen it, to me, it looks like a lot of people have been calling it No Country for Old Wolverine, which it's, <laughs> which I get. But also, there's a video game called The Last of Us, and I'm like, it's The Last of Us Mutants because it totally yeah, looks like amazing, la- it looks yeah. great. And so I was like, "Hey, it's really interesting that the fact that the the the, the people now saving the planet or whatever they're saving the day." Is not younger or younger seeming because I mean, right. while I understand that that Robert Downey Jr. is what in his forties, maybe his early fifties, um, he looks like he's thirty, <laughs> thirty-five. You know, he looks young. And well, it depends on with the film. Well, I'm talking about the I'm, I'm Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony. I don't know if he looks like he's in thirties. He looks like he's in his late forties. He oh, looks older than me. I think Tony looks in his thirties. No, I he's think got lots of face lines. Okay, well then, but he's gorgeous. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. The man's in shape but and he's Steve gorgeous. Rogers. You know, you know. Uh, yeah, Chris he looks Evans. like he's in his thirties. Right, and so, so what I'm saying is, you know, people our age and younger that are trying to save the planet, it's really interesting to see, like, because because they made Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart look old. Yes, they have. And so it was, I was like. I thought it would be a cool idea. I was like, hey, Uncle Henry, did you see this? Because, you know, like, old people. <laughs> really wasn't. And I was like, you know. You I was, did not, Scott. No, no, I didn't, I didn't put it that way. But, you know, but you know, I was like, hey, you know, it's, it's neat to see an older people saving the saving our cinematic universe. And uh, maybe one day we'll get the Uncle Henry movie. <laughs> and um, he uh, responded why he didn't understand why I wasn't focused on like politics or anything and why I was stuck on the fantasy world. Well, Uncle Henry, if you're listening, I'm going to explain to you why I am <laughs> focused on the fantasy. Because currently, and this is the only time I get political on the show, everything is terrible. As in like what's being presented. I, I personally feel we have uh, no interesting or realistic candidates for president out of the four we have um we've got you know we've got police officers you know killing people and getting away with it we've got 
we've got a war that we shouldn't be fighting. We have wars we shouldn't be fighting. Where we should be really looking at what we cause and we cause peace. We should we should try to fix. It. We've got homelessness going on. We've got all this crazy. It's just terrible, and I can't live in a world that's like that twenty four hours. I just can't. And well, I do have concerns, and I I understand that. I decided to dedicate my life on the fictional part of stuff. Well, I'm the same way. You know, people have asked me many times, you know, why? You know, my my mother, she's one of them. Have you watched, you know, did you watch the debates? No, Mom, I haven't watched the debates. Did you watch the news? No, Mom, I haven't watched the news. And it's like, why? Why don't you do that? And it's like, because I live in reality every day. I see what's going around. When I come home and want to go down to relax at my home relaxation time, the last thing I want to do is watch on how bad and crappy our world is. Right. So I'm going to watch my fantasy shows. And, 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 if, and out there, if you're not understanding how what we mean, look at your Facebook feeds. It is just terrible. By the way, you'll never see me post anything political I unless it's a to, joke. I try not to. <laughs> and, and it's equally and funny to both sides. You know, and, and watching the news, I'm the same way. What you're going to do is you, you're going to see one political candidate say horrible things about people and other political candidates. And the other political candidate laugh about it and say how ridiculous the other one was. And that's about it. Right. Um, you know, it's just, it's weird how this election is going. And I'm, I, frankly, in the end, you know, a president's a president and is only as strong as the House and well, Congress is going to go along with it, right? And I don't see whatever gets in Congress is going to work with any one of them. So I mean, yeah, I'm, we're screwed either way. You know, that's all I got to say about. I, I think, I think, I think the poor will have some benefits, and some and and the rich will get some benefits. The middle class will continue as always get screwed. That's how it how how it is. And being as someone who who <laughs> is now in the middle class. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh. welcome to the middle class, Scotty. Which, but, you know, I understand, you know, and here's where I, I get, uh, I'm a little bit liberal leaving on this, but I understand I have, there was a time in my life where I was not making a lot of money, like, like recently, like when I started the network when I was in college and there was a time where I was on food stamps because that's the only way I could eat and I had health care because of thanks to Obamacare. And so if I have to pay my fair share to pay back what, that's what I'm doing because it helped me get through those times. I'm okay with that. Regardless of how you feel about it, I mean, I'm not here to change anyone's mind. That's not my, this show's not a political mm -hmm. show, but <laughs> but that's my explanation. I I am just to the point where, you know, the the jokes of this whole thing is over. I am weary of it, and I don't know or really care who wins. Well, the, the <laughs> thing is, is on, and um, you know, I've been involved with politics one way or the other all my you life. You have a poli sci degree. I know. I love. You know, I used to like politics. <laughs> I don't anymore. Um, what's so frustrating about this particular election is people are so <coughs> ugly to each other. Oh, they now. are. Just I mean, it doesn't matter what side you're on, or both sides are just so ugly to anybody that opposes them, and it's like. Listen, people, after the election, we all have to live together. Right. These people were your friends before the election. And it, it's just crazy how many people are like, I'm deleting these people and I'm not friends with these people anymore. And if you believe this way, you're an idiot and you're you're this and you're that. And it's like, come on, people. You know, people vote for different reasons. 
for they they vote for particular candidates for different reasons. Some may be personal. Some you might not be aware of. Who cares? Right. That's what our our. We're founded on, we, we have free elections. Let people vote who they vote for. Right. Let the chips fall where they may. And let's all get along. We're going to have to live together. Let's get along together. You know, and, and I think I think because I'm so kind of neutral about this or apathetic, whatever you want to call it, I, I see both sides of it. I understand why, you know, some people are fearful and voting for another candidate. I, I see another. For an, I see both uh, sides, so both too, so which is why I'm not voting this year. Right, I'll just not, say it. I, I, I'm not either. Because I, I, I've always felt very passionate about who I voted for. This is the first year I've never voted because I don't believe in either candidate. And I am not going to vote for somebody that I don't believe in. I, I'm just not. Right. So I cannot 100% back either one of the people that in the main in the main parties that we have presented to us. So you know what? I'm not going to vote. And that's my right to not vote. Right. You know? And I still get to bitch about it. That's right. I well, hate I hate when people say you, you, you if you don't vote you you give up your right to complain about it. I'm like that's not true because I can only vote with the options that are given to me and if I don't like any of the options given to me why am I forced to, to That's vote right. I'm not going to you know who's who tell me who who's the lesser of the two evils. I don't know. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> so I'm and, not voting. And like I said and and you know I I if you go vote, vote. That's, go do it. I mean, I, I vote for my everybody. Vote for Hitler. Hitler for president. Hitler can't be president. He's an American citizen. But uh, first of all, no. <laughs> Second of all, he's not old enough. <laughs> he was born here. It doesn't matter. He's not. A, <laughs> he's a cat. I, legally, he's property. <laughs> legally, he's property. Actually, have you seen the way he runs this house? I'm property I'm in this just, household. I'm just. Have saying. you seen the way he treats us? <laughs> <laughs> Treats you like a cat. What? <laughs> anyway, listen. This is all about politics. Right. That's that. right, we're so, done with politics. So, so the Uncle, Walking Dead. So we'll get into that too. <laughs> so, that, so that, but Uncle Henry, if you're listening, and I, who knows, um, this is this is why um, I care about things like Star Wars Rogue One and Logan and. Next week, or probably Friday, I will email you about Doctor Strange because that's what I do. I'm the Native American pop culture spirit guy. I will watch it, and so we should do that Friday. So uh, we have a lot of things to go. We can go. Uh, we can do Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, we can do Logan. We can do Walking Dead. Let's 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 do this because we always have a lot to say about Star Wars. Okay. So let's start off with um, Walking Dead. Let's go Walking Dead. Let's go Walking Dead, and then we'll ease in. We'll go. We'll, we'll go through we'll it. We'll finish with Star Wars. Because we got Guardians of the, of the Galaxy too to talk about as well. I know. There's so many. Oh, awesome so much going. And there's so many TV shows too. You know, we got Westworld that's still kicking it. And I'm, I'm still only seeing the first two episodes. Oh well, we'll talk about that next week we when ha- you catch I up. We'll catch up. I'm giving him the evil eye, people. <laughs> so I'm giving him the evil eye. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I don't really have access to HBO at the moment. <laughs> I can help you with that. We'll oh. talk about that later. All right. All right. Um, so The Walking Dead. Wow. Did you see the season opener? I did. I did. Uh, so uh, j- for clarification for everybody there, so... Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're listening to this... Of course, if you watch my Facebook feed, I put, put some great spoilers. Um, so I have not watched The Walking Dead since Beth was in Atlanta. So that had to be at least two seasons ago, maybe three. So she was in the hospital? Yeah, she okay, was in the hospital. Yeah. And so I, I don't even know exactly what happened to her. I know something terrible because she's not on the show. I assume she was killed. She was killed. All right. So, But I have not – so so I, I had not watched – and it was not because I didn't like it. And, I have, and I'll – 
yes, it's kind of because I didn't like it. And I'll, and I'll explain that after we talk about the episode. Uh, but um, I just, I just, you know, it was, I just never got back to watching it and just let it slip by. So seasons have You've slipped by. You've missed really so, some so good. So, so, so much. So what I did, though, because I, I knew I should do my job as the Native American pop culture spirit guide. I should just bite the bullet and start watching the show again. And so what I did was I watched the season finale. Mm-hmm. And then the season premiere because that's the, I was like right. And if anything I need to catch up on or something I did not know, I would just Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. You've mi- you've actually missed some really good TV. Um, I have to say that I was, and you know, don't people don't come attack me or anything. I was not upset about the season opener. Oh, I'll just tell you. So Abraham and Glenn got. They got killed. They got whacked. Oh, hell. I don't Lu- know. They met Lucille up Ooh. close and personal. Um, and the reason why I'm not upset is because early on, when everybody was trying to guess, no joke, I guessed Abraham and Glenn. Because, in the, you know, because Glenn is supposed to get it anyway because of the comics. That's He's the way it was going to go. He and meets Lucille in episode 100, uh, issue 100. Right. And that is what kind of is the catalyst for Maggie becoming the person she needs to be to be the leader of the hilltop. So I knew that had to happen. Abraham was supposed to have taken the arrow in the head that Denise took. And so he's on borrowed time. And I love, I love, I like the character. I liked what, you know, his little quirky sayings, but he was not important anymore in the storyline. He was like, expendable baggage yeah so i was not upset with who they killed because i had already prepared myself for it however i like the way they did it because you know you never know you're not sure if they're gonna kill two people when they first killed abraham i thought to myself oh okay so glenn's gonna live and they're gonna do something weird with that character I was totally shocked when they when they whacked him. Did you see the Talking Dead afterwards? Yeah, I watched it. It was so hilarious when he said, "Yeah, Glenn would have still been alive had Daryl not jumped out." Daryl's fault. <laughs> and there's poor Norman. Well, Reedus. I mean, and I'll go with your logic on that because uh, you know I, being, being as savvy on the internet as I am, uh, had assumed that there would be two people. It was kind of the rumor that right, was floating around right. two people, and so I had thought that they would do something more clever than they did. Uh, I thought they would have done. I knew Abraham. I was with you. Abraham had to die, because out of your cast, who can you let go? Everyone's like, "Oh, Rick's gonna get it." You can't kill Rick. The show ends when Rick dies, and you can't kill Carl. Right? You well, really you, can't. I, I think you could kill Carl. Will go before Rick does. Right. The show. The show is over when Rick dies because I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It is Rick's show. It is Rick's show. <laughs> Rick is the central character. Daryl, I hate to say it, is expendable because he's not in the comics. However, I don't think Daryl's expendable. Well, either. I meant, you I, know. You know it, 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 so it's not Rick. It wasn't Daryl because out of everybody, people have been you know, saying, I'm never going to watch the show again because of Glenn. Seriously, they're going to watch the show tomorrow, the next week. However, if Daryl died, they would totally lo- lose viewers. Oh, I wouldn't watch the show anymore. I, and that's the truth. I, I know. I know a lot of people who would just be like, no. And, uh, I'd be done. And it's and it's so uh, funny because he's not even an original character. <laughs> he's not even in the comics. Right. Well, he is an original well, character. Yeah. He's, he's just well, not, I mean, yeah. What I mean is right. he's not a um, from the from right, the book from the, from the comics. Right. And so so I knew it wasn't going to be Daryl. I didn't think it was going to be Carl because. Uh, 
Well, you hear him. He says, "If you, you know, if you want to move, take guys out and feed it to his dad." So right. he's not going to kill Carl to do that. That makes no sense. So Carl was. Well, safe. he needs Car- Carl's leverage still for, right. you know, for Rick. And if you kill Carl right off, right. then what does Rick have to lose? Right. Um, I, same way with Michonne. I think Michonne was too, is too popular. Mm-hmm. And so my thought was this. I thought it was going to be Abraham because he was expendable. I'm right. with you 100%. And I thought it was going to be Maggie because I figured if since we had the teaser with Glenn almost dying early in the season, going through at the end of the season, the start of the season, doesn't make much sense as a writer. But if I want to do something different, spend, spend the rules, I'd flip it, kill off Maggie, make Glenn become this leader that, you know, that... I, I think but I'm okay with it. I think the reason why they did all the teasing was going because Glenn's almost died like twice <laughs> every season, right? <laughs> and I think I think because so many fans knew that he was eventually going to die, they it was like a build up. Right. It was a build up. So when it got to this episode, they're like, you know, what are they going to do? Because are they going to not do it because they've gone different routes? And so when they killed Abraham first, a lot of people had kind of relaxed a little bit, right? So when they did whack, you know. Glenn, it was that that shock again, and it was brutal. I was love the eyeballs. Brutal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Abraham, Abraham was not nearly as brutal as as. I mean, Glenn's the, was rough. Oh man, the the shot when Rick comes, they come back from the in the morning, and you just mm-hmm. see this pile of goo and the rest of his body. It's just like it's just nasty. Oh wow, right? That's just oh, that was terrible. And I really expected him to cut curls. Arm off too. See, I, I did too. I did too, and I was because uh, that happens in the book as well. I was like, "What's gonna break Rick? There this, you is go. gonna, this is gonna this break. is gonna do th- it." And th- and it did. It broke Rick. And so now, as someone who's not watched in a while, I'm back in because now I'm invested. I'm invested to see where this goes. Right beforehand, here's my problem with The Walking Dead. It's a show that has a group of people. Every season, running into a worse group of people and escaping. Every season is, hey, let's stay here. Oh, wait, there's more terrible people here. Right. Let's escape. Oh, look, let's oh here. There's more terrible people but here. But this is different. The, and the oh. reason why, no, let me tell you why this is different. It's like Super Governor. No, no. And the reason why this season is going to be different, and I think this is the shift in the show, now, instead of one group of people, you now have different communities. Right, right. We'll so see. you've got, you know, <laughs> Negan, and you've no, got no, no, I, the I, kingdom, and you've got Hilltop, right. and you've got... I, I get you on that. We're going to see a larger world, and that's in, that's neat. That's what's getting me involved. However, right. the core of the story is still going to be this group of people around Rick running into more horrible people. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you have to ask yourself, and this is, I mean, really, who are the bad guys? They're not really everyone Rick and them run into. But why is Rick not a bad guy? Because they've killed many a times. Yeah, but they have. I'm just saying. You know, because you, you got to look at it different ways. Rick's done some bad shit. Well, it's the same stuff we've had discussion about what your your favorite villains are, and you always blame antiheroes. The same thing. You know, this is a. These guys are your protagonists and your heroes because because they have to do whatever it is. To survive, but they're okay. the the spin is through their eyes. Let me ask you this. The way Rick got caught up with Negan is because they were in the hilltop and the hill they wanted to make trade. And their deal with the hilltop to make trade is, okay, these guys are kind of like, you know, messing with you as far as taking some of your stuff. 
we'll go kill them if you will trade with us. Right. So they had no problems, I mean, with each other. He didn't even know those people. And yet he's already agreed, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go kill these people. I don't know them, I don't know what they're about, I don't know who they are, I don't know if they're good or bad. Right. I'm gonna go kill them just because I want to make a trade. But see they're presented to us as bad guys though. So so I mean they're not they're not in and, and when we see them they don't seem innocent at all. They all seem Kind of gnarly, and you know, you know. And Rick's group doesn't. No, because no, <laughs> Rick's, cause Rick's group doesn't seem sadistic. I don't think they're sadistic. No, but I don't necessarily but, but like think that they're. Megan and what, Simon is his right hand man, right? Simon looks like he's got some shady shit going on with him, <laughs> and like, like all of them look. I mean, just I think all of them do what they have to do to survive. See, I would like to think that if it was presented that way, but it's not. It's they're they're clearly the bad guys of this story, and so. They have to be presented in that light, so we know that Negan is bad. And Negan's a, what makes a good villain a villain is that he doesn't he he's the hero in his own okay, story. Let's look at the governor. He protected his people, took care of his community. He had food, medicine. He had families. He had children growing up. Everybody was happy. Everything was fine. There was nothing really evil about that community. Oh yeah, there were. <laughs> Well, not according to the people that live there. No, they're the crazy rules. It was kind of totalitarian. Yeah, but they were well taken care of. Right, they were right. Trust me. I'm just saying. I'm saying there's people in North Korea who are happy about their situation, but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once again, a good villain in his own story thinks he's the hero. Negan thinks he's the hero. And if 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 this story was switched, if we were mm-hmm. watching this, if we were watching this through Negan's eyes, Negan would be the hero. Right. But since he's not, Rick's the hero in this. Oh, I understand that. I'm just that, I, I mean, I understand saying. who's supposed to be the hero in the show. That's why they're skewed that way. I'm just, you know, looking at it in a bigger picture that, you know, there's uh, you know, it's kind of harder to find out. I mean, using that law. I mean, here's Here's I mean, Rick, who's killed a lot of Negan's people. Yeah, but look at that logic and the way you're looking at it. You you can even say Hitler was a good guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, looking through, looking looking at that, and and universally, Hitler's a bad guy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'm. But you know, what I'm saying if 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 we're gonna look through everything between in that kind of spectrum. Right. So yes, Negan's the bad guy in this. I'm sorry. You know, and and Negan. Because while I don't, th- here's the difference. I don't think Rick would have done what Negan did. I don't think he pulls. A, a no, Rick he never, wouldn't. Rick would never ever pull R- Lucille. No, now, he, he would he, never do that, and that's true. He would kill people to serve. I got you on that, but he would not be. He wouldn't, because Rick's motivations is not like that. N- Negan has no, a. No, he won't torture people. Well, Negan, Negan needs to do that to show control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, he breaks Rick. The the, the Abraham and Glenn. Don't break Rick. Having him almost chop off of Carl's arm breaks Rick. Breaks Rick. the the heartbreaking part of that scene though is Carl being who accepts. Oh it. yes, it's just do just it. do it, do it because just do everyone's it. gonna die. Just do it. Just take my arm and and he was going to and then he's like nope. All right. Which I was good television. I was on the edge of my seat for that. Yeah. I really was. I was really expecting I was, that. To I happen. was more interested in that than I was with the the the. the, the the death did the playoff. It worked out fine. It was, but right. but to watch Rick break like that, right? And Rick and and Rick's broken before in the prison after his wife died. Right. You know this. The you know he's not the most stable leader. I think we're gonna see him in the next 
I don't know how many episodes. For most of the season, I think we're going to see a very, very weak Broken Rick. I think this is going to be... If you watch the previews, it was like, you know, I'm no longer in charge. Negan's in charge. Yeah. And I, I hope he means that, <laughs> at least for this season, because I think it's good to see... I want to see Rick succeed, because right. I'm with the heroes. I want, I want those survivors to win. But I would like, much like Jessica Jones, I would like a journey. Right. And if he can... Get back from uh, from this. And the thing is, what are we winning? And that's that's what you know. There is no winning necessarily in this oh, there scenario is. than to just be able to find a place where you can live in peace. That, that's all you need. I mean, that, yeah. that's what winning is anyway. I yeah. mean, especially in, in, in war, and this is war. If you can just find your own slice of life and be happy, right? Because I think that's what I mean. I'm really interested in the kingdom. I just hope it doesn't turn out like like. Here's my problem. You have all these places that look so good. And like Terminus was like a great idea. And then you're like, oh, they're eating people. Terminus is terrible. And <laughs> and uh, uh, what was the governor's? Uh, Woodbury. Woodbury. Woodbury looked great, but no. you. Clean. I would have rather been in Woodbury than Terminus. Oh, yeah. More I'm just to, saying. I, I would have still been living in Woodbury going, all right, I'm cool. Uh, Whatever Wood- rules you got, and, I'm and good. Then, and then I assume the kingdom will be terrible, too. <laughs> I hope not. It looks so happy. Little children on the porch <laughs> going to school. school and, 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 you know, know. It's. What I liked about that, you know, that little preview about the kingdom was the, um, the near normalcy of it all. Right. And and then again, I'm like, I don't trust this because Woodbury had this. Well, it's all. Did you see the extended? Um, there was an extended one that they didn't show. Where did I see the? Extended? I posted on YouTube. Okay. Yes, that was you. So yeah. when he goes, when he's pushing Carol in into actually meet King right. Ezekiel, and he's, you could tell that he knows something about this guy, and he's not necessarily all crazy about him. Right. Because uh, yeah. King Ezekiel also will turn out to be a terrible person. <laughs> Watch. I just. So. I'm. You know. Who knows. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I'm it's in. It's a great show, but I'm in. You're I'm, back in. I'm in. I'll, I'll watch it so we can talk about it every week because I, I, like, I like having this conversation with you anyway. This I think you know. The, I have a very skewed perception on things oh anyway. I think I think our fans know this by now. Right. I am not. I like stormtroopers <laughs> and the evil empire. I am right. sorry, and, 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 and I can see. I mean, and, and Jeffrey D. Morgan is fantastic. Oh my God, he, he sells so it. Good. He sells it so much. Someone posted this, and I and I and if I can find it, I'll put it in the show tags, uh, in in the show notes. Someone posted the Glenn's death scene side by side with a comic, so they imaged it out and they oh, they I put the, the dialogue that. to. I saw it today because I was making or last night when I was making mm-hmm. a meme, because <laughs> someone had posted a meme of uh, a meme of sloth from Goonies. Oh yeah, I saw that. And what was it? Uh, what what you said, uh, Maggie? Uh, I'll find end, you. I'll find you. So it was the sloth with Maggie. I found you. And so I found uh, that image of. After he gets his face bashed in, yeah. his head bashed in, and posted my own one, Sloth Love Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was very proud of that one. It was awesome. It was awesome. So, so, so Sloth Love Chunk. And um, so, but, but finding that, I found the side-by-side. And so if I, I'll, if I can find it again, I will. I'll definitely post it. Right. So Because it is, it's it's interesting. It's really close. They did a really good job at reenacting that scene. And I'm, I'm curious what issue 100 is going for now, because I have one. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Jealous. Uh, I had an issue one. I sold issue one right, right when I moved to West Virginia, so right before second season, and I sold it for. Uh, uh, it helped fund me go to college. You need to hold on to that and try to get it signed, and then really sell it. Ah, uh, so you don't yeah, think so? No, I don't. You know, if for me, if I get something signed, it's for you're going to keep. Yeah, oh, I keep okay, it. I don't sell my signature because I get things I want signed, and not. Oh so. yeah. Okay. Well. 
to. It's just just how I am about things. So there you go. Yeah. Awesome. So Walking Dead was was good. It was good. Uh, it was really good. Uh, like I said, I'm back in. Westworld will say for next week because I did yeah, not. Yeah, because you have You're not caught up. I got to catch up to Westworld. It's I, really I good. like what I've watched though. So Westworld looks good. Should do a Westworld podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> All right. So we've got The Walking Dead. So we're not uh, doing Westworld. Let's, go, let's talk about Logan. Logan, yes. So, um, so we're gonna talk about some movie trailers that come out. Um, so last week Logan came out, and it was only like ninety seconds, but it's amazing how they did it. I am so excited about seeing this, and uh, you, you know my husband—that's his like favorite of all time right. comic book character—is okay, is we'll have to go see it, see it together. Yeah. Uh, so you know the, the trailer starts out with um, Johnny Cash's cover of Nine Inch Nails is um, um, "Pert," and uh, it's beautifully fitting. I you know. <laughs> I had an argument with a friend about how they should have used Nightish Nails version, and they're wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I don't normally say no. You're wrong about this, and so because no, yeah, it's got to be Johnny Cash. And, and I'll tell you why. This movie's about this movie happens timeline wise. It happens after the reset after Days of Future Past, so it it falls across. So. You know, Warring Origins doesn't exist anymore. X Men Three doesn't exist anymore, and so it is sometime after Days of Future Past. It probably will be sometime after the next X Men film because I think the next, from what I hear, understand the next X Men film comes full circle and is in the nineties. So it's because are they going to have ever Gambit other than that one Wolverine film that doesn't exist anymore? Because we're not going to talk about. No, it doesn't exist anymore anyway. Because Days of Future Past took it out of the timeline. Right, but what I'm saying is, is he was such a big character. So, um, yes. So at one time they were going to make a a, a Gambit film, and it's um, starring um, the dude from Magic Mike. Oh, uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, and he was signed to do it. And it was on the schedule, and it's off the schedule, and it's on. He's still attached, but I've not heard anything in a while. And the last thing I heard, it wasn't looking good because they had to find a new director. And I don't think they found a new. I think they're still in script development. So, because I think they were expecting it to come out next year, and I don't see that happening. Hmm. So I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around Channing Tatum as. Gambit. It, I would have to see it right now. I like. I, um, I don't like Channing Tatum. Period. Oh, so I, do. I, I, I um, don't like him. That's a personal thing, so I have to get rid of that and see if There's I think he I can. Him in that I thought was amazing. I think he cannot act his way out of a box. But that is a, in what I've seen him in. It's all been the same character, the very same character. I'm looking him up because it's so been a while since I've looked at Channing Tatum. So There's something so I have to that I liked him in. Like I'm like, wow, that was Channing Tatum, and he was really good in it. Huh. But also, I have a habit of c- c- anyway. uh, mixing him up and Chris Pine. Well, while you're looking at that. Um, Back to Logan. Yeah. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> you were like back to you were on a roll. Though. We, yeah, but That's see, see, here's were... the thing. I'm doing research, so when we, I do research, I'm sorry. So, or it gets really quiet. Oh well, we've I done this for a few times now. <laughs> I know. Well, what it is is I go, my mind skips around, and and Scotty was like mid mid conversation about the nine inch nails why it has to oh, be johnny okay. cash yeah. and that's all when right, i kind of went with the gambit and i'm sorry all right um that's <laughs> spell channing tatum you want me to look it up uh, i will totally look this you up while you're doing that Mike. channing tatum c-h-a-n-n-i-n-g i think i'm just doing magic mike <laughs> i can spell magic and mike <laughs> channing tatum right here I boom got it. 
I got him. All right. So, Cheney, he was in something that I really liked him in. I mean, okay. Oh, he's funny in the um, the 21 Jump Streaks. I see. I hated those movies. I hated the Mag- Magic Mike movies. I mean, they were pretty to watch, but they had no, like... Oh, he's good in Foxcatcher. He's really good in Foxcatcher. I haven't seen that. Oh, Foxcatcher's good. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Foxcatcher. I'll have to. I'll have to see. I just have. I have to see. He's good in Stop Loss too. He's um, been in a lot. I liked him in Step Up. The very you know, <laughs> a long time ago, Step Up. Well, I mean, he, he's kind of pigeonholed in that kind of actor, but you know, when he does really interesting things, like like um, uh, Foxcatcher is great. Watch it. It's cr- right. it's crazy, and he's really good in it. And so, anyway, back to what you were wanting me to talk about, right? Johnny Cash. So, so you have this older Logan who clearly can't use his healing factor or his healing factor is diminished. He is wounded and bruised and broken and, and just scarred, which is not Logan at all. Right. You've got a elderly invalid Professor Xavier. Really elderly. Who, I mean, I've never seen Patrick Stewart look so rough. And I've seen like... Like this is rougher than he was in um, the the last Star Trek episode when he's all like old man like yeah. I mean, he is. They make him look rough. really bad. So you've got these two men way in the future. Apparently, something's happened to mutants who have survived whatever this is at the end of their life. Clearly, this is what this movie's about, or at least by the trailer. This is what the trailer's about. Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. Is about his end of life. Right. That song is him. Watch that video and try not to break your heart. It is just haunting because he didn't live much longer after that. Right. And you can you can see death near him. And while the Nine Inch Nails version of Hurt is amazing, it's a it's a great song. But you don't get the same feeling. Right. It is it, it is literally two different songs because of intent. Yeah, and so and and Reznor loves Johnny Cash's version. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I think Reznor would agree with me on, on this too. I'm just Absolutely. assuming. My, I'll call up my buddy. We'll Trent. call him up. Hey, and, what do you think? And so, uh, anyway, this heartbreaking song with this heartbreaking image or imagery of of this guy, kind of like the last mission he's got, and then they introduce X twenty three in it. I am excited to see little girl Wolverine. I'm oh she looks great and looks younger than I thought she was gonna be and I think that's cool. There's a video game I know you don't play much game or in games. Uh, there's a video game out for PlayStation called The Last of Us. It reminds me so much of The Last of Us that it's like oh maybe they ripped off The Last of Us a little bit. It looks so good it, and so um I I didn't like Wolverine Origins. I like about eighty percent of the Wolverine. I don't like the ending because I think they turn Silver Samurai into RoboCop and it just doesn't yeah. work. Like up to that kind of works for me. And then there's like, oh, robot, robot. And it's like, oh. Wolver- Wolverine Origins was just, it was just wrong Terrible. on so many levels. I mean, I don't, I, I just don't understand why whoever, did they hate Wolverine? 
when they made that movie. I don't know if they hate Wolverine. I just don't think they understood the character. Yeah. I think the problem also with the Wolverine, they don't understand the character. That, got but even that one was better. Yeah, it was better. It was better. And I'm with you on the end. It was just, like you know. Like, oh, the studio was like, we need a giant robot. Kids won't buy toys. <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> and I'm glad this is rated R because you don't have to worry about toy sales for this. Right. And so, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm all in. I have not been all in on this, like, you know, I like the X Men movies. I'm I every time I see it, like X Men Apocalypse is the weakest out of the three. I like it though. It's I enjoyed it. It's but it's but I I see all <laughs> the flaws. Right. But I still enjoyed so, it. Yeah. It is it is clearly the weakest of the three, and I'm not going to defend like how great it is because I think no, Days it, of Future Past the Road great. Cut's the best one out of all of them. But the um, but yeah, it's it's, but I think this movie is going to be amazing. I think I uh, I think. Fox is looking at what Deadpool did and said, if we could do a serious Deadpool out of it without doing the the comedy, let's see, we can do that kind of hardcore, make a real movie. Right. And if if they look at it and take take the silliness out and make a real movie, out of it, I think it has a chance. Deadpool was great, by the way. No, Deadpool's amazing. Um, speaking of Deadpool, the director pulled out. Uh uh-uh. uh Tim Miller pulled out. So For what? Crave differences between him and Ryan Reynolds. Huh. And so. Uh, he is going to go off to another big tentpole project, soon to be announced, and they're looking for a director. According to the Nerdist, um, it seemed like they had, uh, he wanted to do more action, less comedy. Ryan Reynolds wanted to do more comedy, less action. And so Ryan Reynolds wanted to do more character. Yeah, more character. And then, but, you know, and right. you know, Tim Miller's background is special effects, and he wanted to do more special effects stuff. And, and, and so I, I don't think they could agree on the mix. And so I think it was realistically Ryan. It's it's Ryan Reynolds' passion project, and so Fox looks at who, which one can they lose? They can't lose Ryan Reynolds because no. he is Deadpool. Fans would revolt, and he would never get so. No, they could never recast that. They, it would they, be done. It'd be done. And so, um, so I so I get it. Um, the other thing was th- that uh, uh, Tim Miller wanted um, someone f- I cannot think of the guy's name, but he was in Friday Night Lights to be Cable. And Ryan Reynolds wants Liam Neeson. I think both of those are terrible choices. I think they are. It's like, what? Uh, really, I think they are both they terrible. They need a so. big older guy. Right. Liam Neeson's tall, but he's not big. I, just, I don't buy and I, and I think I know who you're talking about from Friday Night Lights, but he's no. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, you can look him up because... Oh, well, I'm going to do it. But Keep talking. I got but this. I, all right, so Cable has to... I mean, yes, Cable's larger, and that's okay. I think you can kind of... Skew that different ways, but Liam Mason's not nearly as grizzled as he has as Cable is. Mm-mm. Cable's got some real stuff going on, and if Liam Neeson tries to do that, he becomes the guy from Taken, and I don't want to see the guy from Taken in Deadpool. Is it an older guy from? Final yeah, Life? it's an older guy. Oh, so Kyle Chandler. Kyle <laughs> Chandler. No, we've after looking it up for a minute. We yeah, uh, I don't see it. Mm-mm. I, I don't see it at all. Um, you know, you need a you need someone who's got uh, who's grizzled. I mean, Cable's grizzled. I mean, he's grizzled. You know, like let's look. For, you know, for somebody who's done like war movies and you know not. Yeah, Stephen Lang. I think Stephen Lang would be a good Cable. I have to look him up real quick oh, while you're talking him. about got it. Him. I guess so. Stephen Lang actually wanted to be him. He, he's the he's the colonel, the bad guy. 
in it. And he drives the mech. Yes, he would make a good. He vehicle. looks like Cable. He, yeah, he's not big, but, but in the face know, he looks like, like Cable. But no one's no one is as big as Cable. Well, he looks, yeah. We don't make people that like that. No, we don't. <laughs> Cable's huge, so if you're gonna make Cable huge, you've got to do CGI on him anyway. Right. So yeah, uh, he'd be great. But I don't think he has to be that big. I just think he needs to be, you know, just a, uh, you know, superhero bulk can be all right. So, so I mean, anyway. if I had to cast him, you know, I, you know, at first I wasn't on board, but after getting thinking about it, yeah, he'd make a great Cable. He's grizzled enough. Like I said, my problem with Liam Neeson being because you know, I'm a grizzled. Liam Neeson can be grizzled. I've seen it, but. Once again, here's here's a great X-Men character that has not been in any of the X-Men movies. Right. And so he's got to have, you know, if he's going to do something, he's got to be something. Yeah. So, so this will be really good. Yeah, they have left out so many. Um, and maybe it's just the, the when I read X-Men, it was the 90s. You know, mm-hmm. so there were so many characters that were just amazing that have not been in any of the movies. Uh, speaking of X Men in the nineties, well, I can t- tell you about this if you if you haven't heard. So um, there was a rumor. Uh, everyone, this is going to be an extended edition episode because uh, we missed last week. I just looked at the times. Like, yeah, we're going to be able to talk. We got a few more things to cover. That's it. It'll be all right. So um, th- there was rumors. That Marvel was trying to downplay the X Men in their universe, and because you have to look at from a business sense, if we're we're a combo company who has a movie studio who are, who's producing movies about Avengers and and have a show about Shield and, and humans and you know, and we're making a bank, we are just making money hand over fist. Why are we? Also, giving another studio a chance to make money off another property of ours, right? And so, you know, logically, I understand that. And so, if if X Men was going to you know, X Men's at Fox, what really started this rumor was Fantastic Four because uh, Marvel has pulled back its they canceled the Fantastic Four books. They've also pulled back the appearances of the FF in the series in, in any other series that you don't see them as often as you used to, right? If Fox tries to make a Fantastic Four movie, there's nothing to go go along with it. There's no right. other merchandising. It's it's tough to it's, done. it's it's tough to do that. The problem is with doing the effect the, the Fantastic Four and the X Men is that the X Men make money. Yes, they do. Fox makes a lot of money making X Men movies, and it makes money a lot of money. How many X books does Marvel have? Well, th- Tons. You know, they have they they have scaled back thanks to Secret War, right? Not, yeah, Secret War. Um, scaled scaled the books back because there's a there was a reboot relaunch after that. And so there's only a couple. However, so that fueled the rumor. There also, the other rumor was that they the the they were going Marvel was going to downplay mutants and and bump up in humans because they're similar. Uh, they, they in the Marvel universe, there's this uh, Terra Gen- no, Genesis mist that comes around, and if it, if you have in- inhuman DNA, you become an inhuman, and it's like a, a certain percentage of of the population can do this, and they get powers and whatever. Like mutants who are right. born, there's a certain percentage of mutants that are born. Same thing. However, this mist is deadly to mutants. It kills mutants. So okay, yeah. it makes sense to me. It's like, oh, look, we have a thing that kills mutants, and we got stuff we can make our own mutants, and we call them inhumans. And because uh, that's what happens to Agent Shield, Quake right. is an inhuman. But you know, realistically, she should be a mutant. But that's a different story, different day. Right. And um, so you know, fans were seeing writing on the walls, and then. Marvel knocked something out of the park that's coming out in the spring. 
they're launching seven new X-Men books. Oh, my God. And they're all very 90s-ish, which I think is great. So here's what we got. Uh, Iceman is finally getting his own ongoing series. Nice. Which will be interesting about the things they've done with Iceman in the last couple of years. Jean Grey's getting her own series, which is also interesting because she's not the Jean Grey we know and love. Um, Cable's getting a new series. Um, Weapon X is getting a series. And by Weapon X, it's a Wolverine's currently dead in the X-Men, in the Marvel Universe. Right. But so X-23, Laura, she's taking the mantle. She's Wolverine. Right. But because of the way timeline works, and you got to have Logan somewhere in there, they have the old man version of Logan who we'll see kind of in the movie in the comics. Right. And so he's in that and then some other ex-people. And then um, there's a great 90s comic called Generation X, which yes. I love. I bring, love Generation They're X. bringing Generation X back, and I'm excited for nice. that. And then two X-Men titles, X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue, just like it was in the 90s. I'm going to have a... Oh, my God. I'm totally going to have a comic book subscription again. I haven't had one in so long because there's n- for me, there's nothing I've been wanting to read. I wonder if my ex-husband knows about this. Oh, well, you know. Do you know he's got, like, a whole entire office of nothing but comic book boxes cool. stacked, you know, from what he's collected in the 90s right. and 80s and everything. Poor thing, he's so. not worth anything. <laughs> but still, it's really cool. He's got all these great stories, right, and they're mostly, right. I mean, it's like all those X-Books. Right. All the, you know, Excalibur and X-Factor yeah, and New Mutants, and I mean, it's awesome. But, um, so the so from, from you know, from yeah. that, we're getting, we're getting five new X-Men. Yay! Seven new X-Men titles. And so this spring, so uh, I'll get them so you can read them. I'll probably get them too at this point. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Well, you can, I'll just get them. You read them because I don't collect. Okay. I, I read and then I, I usually give what I have away. Okay. So. So you get them all. Well, yeah, you get them when you read them because so yay. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so X Men st- stuff's coming in, so that's good. Right. So Woman Logan's great. Oh, uh, got a sneak peek of Guardians of the Galaxy. We did. And all I'm just going to say is Baby Group has a jacket, and that's the most the best thing about the trailer. You've got to call him at least Toddler Group. Is he Toddler Group? Baby Group. He's a, he's Toddler. He's not a baby. He's not in diapers. He's standing and moving I and don't dancing. Think, I don't think tree people need diapers. I'm just saying. I bet you he can talk. If he's a talking Groot, he, if he says Groot at all, oh, he's a Toddler. Yeah, Vin Diesel's going to be I am Groot. I hope they pitch it up so he's like, I am Groot. That would be amazing. It'll be awesome. But he's a Toddler Group. Okay, so Toddler Group. I don't know. Baby Groot sounds just rolls. He's a toddler. Tongue. He was baby when he was a little plant. Now oh. he's a toddler. Okay, so toddler group. See, that's hard to say. Toddler. <laughs> toddler group. Preschool group. <laughs> I don't know. Preschool. Anyway, the jacket. I. Th- the it was adorable, the right? The jacket floored me. I was like, oh, because I'd go back and go, is he wearing clothes? Oh my god, a jacket! I don't know why I got so excited over it. It was cute. He was adorable. Oh, and the, the action looked great and. I loved. Um, I love everything about oh, Guardians so of the Galaxy. Oh. I have nothing bad to say. Next year's gonna be so good. Yeah. Logan and <sighs> Guardians, and we'll get a new Star Wars film. Yay! Oh, oh so good stuff. But um, it was a really quick teaser. Uh, poster looks great too. Mm-hmm. Got to see some Yondu and some uh, Rocket and Star Lord. And I like I like Drax and Star Lord talking about. Um, Dancing, dancing, and, <laughs> and then the hug. Do you need a hug? No, I don't need a hug. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. It was <laughs> it's like, it's oh, adorable. So I'm really excited for that. Oh, so much stuff. Yeah, we can't skip an episode ever, ever again because it's, no. it's, it's so much to catch up on. It is. Um, uh, Rogue One. What? Oh my God, Rogue One. Um, there's 
some interesting tidbits about Rogue One I want to talk about a little bit. Let's just throw some. Yeah. So because you know, well, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. We're going to eventually launch a Star Wars show called My Star Wars Life, but until then, I, I, I this is the moment to talk about this kind of stuff. So the Rogue One trailer really, really brought out some more interesting tidbits. The fact that you know Jyn Erso's dad Galen is working clearly working on the Death Star. Right. Um. Clearly, he's not working on the Death Star because here's the thing. You know, I think our first thoughts was that he designed the Death Star. But if you go back to episode, episode three the, or episode two, oh, um, the Geonosians designed it. Right. Because Dooku gets the, the plans, and then in the episode three, they're building it. Right. So clearly, um, Galen is building the super laser. Right. So he's designing the super laser. Because that's, that's what he does. Right. So. What if, and this is not my idea, this is something I got from somewhere else, I th- maybe the Nerdist. It was the Nerdist, because yeah, yeah, you sent me the link. So I'm, this is what I want to talk about. So just if you've not, just one, clearly this is not my idea, but I think this is great. Worth it is a talk. great. So you've got a guy who has his only daughter that he cares about, and he's obviously forced to build this thing for the Empire, mm-hmm. and he's going to do whatever he can do to, to keep his daughter safe. His daughter grows up to rebel and f- steal these plans, what if the des- the 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 ventilation shaft in the Death Star wasn't a flaw, but was purposely put there by the guy who designed the weapon, so it would blow up? I think that's awesome. <gasps> now, my question, being devil's advocate, was this something that was because, as fans, a lot of fans have been. Oh, you know, why, you know, this didn't pan out. Why would the Empire build this right. with an it's, obvious It's flaw? a retcon. <laughs> so, so is this like where people, the writers, are now like correcting? Oh, I think so. Yeah, you oh, think that they're like trying to fix all the holes that the other... Here, here is what we're at now. Lucas has no input on this. Right. This film is the second film, I, I, would, I would say the third film, because the Clone Wars animated fi- is a film. Right. A theatrical release um, is the third film written by fans, right? People who are fans of, and so you know, this whole movie comes out from one line in the original, the original crawl of A New Hope, and you know, it's interesting that they can go back and they fix. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're exactly fixing this, right? And I'm okay with that. No, I think it's great. You know, you know why have a hole anyway that you can shoot? It, it makes oh, it makes so much sense. I think I it's so awesome. I'm, I'm now, do you think they'll go back and and tweak other areas that? Oh, what else? You, what what else do you think they should fix? I don't know. I know. I have no idea. How about your indoor theory? Oh, it wasn't my theory. <laughs> <laughs> so before <laughs> before we started the podcast, um, there I, I was looking at your shirt by the way. Oh, it's a cute I'm, little. I have Ewoks. Ewoks walk. and Care Bears on my shirt. Uh, don't don't judge. <laughs> it's amazing. So. There is a, there was a theory out about five years ago from a, I want to say he's a professor. Um, he knew science and math really well, so I, I would call him. Even if he's not, he deserves to be. Who looked at indoor as uh, like how the Ewoks are dead, and did a whole like a blog about like a whole web page about why the Ewoks right. are dead, and had charts and you know all this other stuff why the Ewoks are dead. And then we and and, and to sum this up is that the Death Star explodes. And chunks of the Death Star destroy the ecosystem of Endor and killing everybody. 
okay, logically that makes sense. Yeah. My first argument is that no, it doesn't work because physics in Star Wars works differently. But you know, uh, that's just a cop out argument, so I won't I won't go there. Um, however, I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna find the tweet now. Uh, StarWars.com has tweeted something. And I don't know if it's in the in one of the books, a catalyst or, or, or I don't know, not catalyst, but one of the the pre episode seven books that they they come out with, uh, aftermath or um, so StarWars.com posted this. Did you know the the Rebel Alliance fleet deployed shields and tractor beams to prevent Death Star's two's meteoric debris from devastating the Endor Four's moon? So they retconned it. <laughs> nice. And so, um, but it doesn't give me an example of where it's from. So it's got to be an aftermath or one of the other stories, which I did not read. So if someone knows out there, I'll, and I'll probably I'll I'll ask. But um, I just thought it fun, fa- fa- fascinating. It is fascinating. There's what I find fascinating about Star Wars. We get the stories from the movies, but there's so much going on outside of that. That. We are learning now bits and pieces of through, um, through the you know rebels mm-hmm. and through books and through you know that we don't l- your tweets that we didn't get before. Right. You know everything was very kind of one dimensional. Right. And now it's like we we've got this whole entire world where well, and it's I love it. I don't think it was one dimensional. No, but I'm talking I, about as kids no, when we were watching it. Even we as didn't. kids, I mean the. M- we always had supplemental information. So, you know, I think, I think, well, for us as kids, we had a few things. We had some comics. We had, there was two cartoon series, uh, Droids and Ewoks. There was um, the Battle for Endor and the uh, Caravan of Courage, which are the Ewok movies, which are. Um, I didn't see either one of those. Oh, you've never seen the. <laughs> I've never seen the Ewok movie. We all had to do that. Mm. Maybe as a bros movies, booze movies. That'd be great because it, it it may need a little help there. <laughs> um, but so and and then there was gaming material too. And so, you know, when I was coming up as a you know early teen and stuff, I had a lot of information. Right. And then about the same era, the what we would call the modern age of the novels would come out thanks to *Air of the Empire* and the the, the right. trilogy. And I read those. All right. So that exploded what became you know *Dark Horse* got the. License to do comics, and so that story, those stories became, you know, there, there was this whole expanded universe that came out of this. Which is wrong now. Well, it's not that it's wrong. <laughs> it's just not canon. Well, and, and it's not canon. Well, it never was canon. And and there's some things that were canon that's been taken out. But, um, like Shadows of the Empire was totally canon. It was written to be canon, mm-hmm. totally taken out, because it doesn't fit the, the where where. Lucasfilm wants Star Wars to be. However, and I understand why they they trimmed what canon was. They had to define it. There was so much stuff out there. There were and 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 I'm sorry, Star Wars fans. I'm with you. I'm one of you. But you have to be honest with yourself. Not all of it was good. That's true. I mean, there was there's you know. Yuzong Vaughn are terrible ideas for characters and a race of people. And, 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 and honestly, as a Star Wars fan, I just really couldn't get through a lot of the Star Wars novels. I'd get bored really quick. It just And and so I was just not a fan right. of the novels. And so for me, when canon got clarified, it was a lot easier on my book. I was like, oh, I don't like any of this stuff anyway. So I'm good. 
Right. And don't get me wrong. I think they're great characters in, in, that are, you know, in Le- the Legends universe. I am a huge fan of Mara Jade. I hope Mara Jade makes her way to canon. Oh, yeah. Thrawn's made his way to canon, and Thrawn's awesome. And Thrawn in the cartoons is amazing. He is as good as I want him to be. Um, and so I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with him in Star Wars Rebels. And so, you know, we're getting some of that pulled through. And, you know, you have to pick and choose. You know, I think Mara Jade's biggest issue now is that she ends up marrying Luke. And we've got this whole who's raised parents thing going on. And so that, I think, will put a a, a, a coffin, and a nail in, in Mara Jade's coffin on that one. Well, not necessarily. I mean, Luke could have gotten married and not had kids. Right. So right, and so, but adding a, I, I, I think Star Wars takes the simple route. Yeah, and so I, th- I think you know the most symbols does not have her. She's she's a legend, and keep her as a legend. I would love to see her as the Emperor's hand. I like the idea of her, be, you know, being the Emperor's hand. I would love to see her in Rebels. Right. You know, she's not an Inquisitor. She's something different. Right. And I would love to see her do some stuff. It's like uh, you know, you know, I would like you know, Dave Filoni is no longer. The uh, supervising director for, um, no, he's no longer showrunner for, I mean, no, no longer supervising director for Rebels. He's gone to basically build Lucasfilm Animation. He's got the promotion because right. he's George Lucas Jr. And uh, so, uh, you know, I want to see Rebels continue after Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Right, and I really want to see Rebels continue after A New Hope because what Rebels has done for me it has expanded my understanding of the rebellion. Right. You know, as a kid or as us as kids, when we thought of the rebellion, we thought the only rebellion was Luke, Han, Leia, and the those people that right. were with her. We never considered the that that was how just large yeah, how large it was, was that this was just a a pocket. Yeah, like a rebel cell, mm-hmm. and this is the rebel cell that was chosen for us to follow. That's why I like rebels because rebels. I I just like the characters better. I think their their little rebel cells more interesting to me. But it's also introduced other rebel cells and other other and so there's a larger and so now Rogue One, that's a rebel cell, right. that's a different rebel cell, and so there are so many stories to tell in this part of the universe that I am super happy. So I you know I'm okay with you know going back and changing things. I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with legends being legends because I think now we've got some so many new stories to tell that will have stricter guidelines that fit the story that. That Lucas had intended, and Lucasfilm wants to wants to wants to to spread and wants to tell. So that's my my thought yeah, on I that. I think it'll be great. Um, last bit of Star Wars news, and then we'll end the show. So there was some great, great news about uh, the Han Solo movie this week. Last week, I guess. Last week. Last week, um, Donald Glover from uh, FX is Atlanta. He created that, and he's in that. Uh, and community, for most people know him from, he's also Childish Gambino, the rapper, who's very talented, is Lando Calrissian. Yay! I am so excited. Lando. Lando. If he was my pick for Lando, I was holding out. I was like, if there's Lando in this movie, Donald Glover needs to be Lando. We all know how I feel about Lando. I've, I've already bought tickets. Their movie's name made you. I was like, I'm there. <laughs> I'm more excited about that than I am for Rogue One and Episode Eight. Really? Cannot wait to see Lando. <laughs> no, it's the Han Solo film, right? Right. Is Tom. this a fan film? No, it's a real film. Okay. No, I heard something about a Han yeah, Solo. Yeah, there's a couple. Film. There's a, okay, there's a couple of fan films. Okay. Yeah. Th- no, film. this is so. Yeah. 
So this is so. Uh, Lucasfilm has split up their Star Wars films. Ha- they are doing what they're called saga films, which are seven, eight, nine. Right. And in between, they're going to give us a, uh, uh, which originally were called anthologies. Now they're story films. So okay. So our Rogue One says a Star Wars story. Right. Next one will be Han Solo or whatever right. they, they call it. The uh, uh, whatever it's going to call it a Star Wars story. And then the other talk is that the third one may be Obi Wan. Would you remember? That'd be nice. You uh, McGregor has has expressed interest in playing uh, you, and I would love to see. If only yeah. our followers could see the look on my face. Yeah, uh, she's happy. I love you and McGregor, and, and so I love Obi Wan. And so. so I mean, but this is a film we probably wouldn't get to 2020, 2021. Speaking of Obi Wan, I had an interesting conversation at work. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say interesting. I say sad. It, it was sad. So I work with young people. Babies. <laughs> Babies. Um, college age people. Babies. <laughs> and one of these lovely college age people, delightful person, um, asked the other day, is Obi-Wan that little round thingy in Star Wars? I thought I would die. Is Obi-Wan the round thingy? Why has this child not been taught educated on the Star Wars universe. Perhaps it's a religious decision. No, no, no. Perhaps she's Amish. I don't know. How could you, I mean, how could you not know at least who Obi-Wan is? Or BB-8, who she mistaken as Obi-Wan. Right, right. I mean, mean, but, you know, I'm not. Several of us at work were like, you're, I mean, I told her, I said, I, mean, I, I, wa- I told her she was dead to me. I, mean, I just didn't know. I, I don't watch Adventure Time, but I know enough about it. I don't watch My Little Pony, but I know enough about it. I, right. mean, I mean, there's stuff out there that, but then again, I, my defense, I'm the Native American Pop Culture Spirit Guide, so I should know these things. I mean, if she's on social media at all, she should have seen BB-8. But I bet you she can name all Kardashians. She could, I bet. So All of which, them. Which is not a bad thing. I, I shouldn't shame Kardashians for Kardashians. My my lovely stepdaughter says that they're the ones that are on um, Star Trek. The Kardashians. Yes, they are. Caught. <laughs> yeah. Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. That's Wood. it. <laughs> they're on the Kardashians. <laughs> Jenner. <laughs> and they're not Vulcans. They're elves. I could see that, especially in like Enterprise. Right. Those, the, those guys are straight up elves. They're straight up elves. They're straight up elves. <laughs> uh, I bring my axe. I have my logic. <laughs> right. Well, Gimli's in Voyager. He's um, Da Vinci. And yes, he is. So yes, he is. I have my paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked a lot, Stephanie. We have talked a lot. And I'm surprised if we still have listeners, that's okay. If not, we talked anyway. It was a good talk. Well, they can listen to us in, you know, sections. And sections. And while it will be shorter than what is on here, because we have to do some editing. That's <laughs> right. But um, until next week. Until next week. You can follow me at on Twitter at, at Scotty White uh, or um, um, follow the network at, at Mopcast Network or Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network. Um, what else do I got? I think that's about it. All right. What you? you can follow me on Stephanie S. Ward 1 on Twitter. I also am on Instagram. I have no clue what it is, but I'm sure you can find me. And um, Facebook. So. Yay. Yay. It's great. Uh, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. And stay tuned for the musical tag, which is Star Trekky.
You know, back when I was in the academy, we would follow every toast with a song. listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.